Hello and welcome to a bonus episode of the J Train Podcast. The following episode you're about to hear is from my Patreon. I talk about Patreon all the time on the podcast. I tell you about it, but I want you to see it for yourself. I want you to hear what we're doing over there because I'm proud of all the episodes. Um, it's different. It's not the same as the J Train Podcast, but it's a little bit of a... It's a twist on what we're doing. Basically, I do three extra podcasts a week. On Wednesdays, I do Luxury Lounge, which is me complaining about the luxuries in life. The whole premise is no one can say to you that your problem is too small or too rich or too luxurious. Any problem can be complained about. What that has become is now Patreon subscribers are commenting with their own luxury lounges i'm reading them on the air and then i'm responding to them and agreeing with them and finding a way to complain with them a commiseration so every wednesday's luxury lounge every friday is one more email that's a longer email that's too long to do on the show i want to keep the show moving i want it to move quick i want us to get the email out and give the advice and have the fun. So this podcast is just one email that's a little bit longer and it's just me and you and we dim the lights and we go through the email together. And then there's Coffee with J Train. Coffee with J Train is like clearing out my inbox. It's all my notes from the week. It's my opinions on pop culture stories and breakups and things going on in my life. Today's episode that you're about to hear is called Luxury Lounge, but it's a lot more like Coffee with J-Train because this episode is about Dale and Claire breaking up. I went, and I, because I have the the platform of Patreon and because I had a Wednesday podcast that I had to do, I figured it was the perfect opportunity to talk about their breakup and how it relates to breakups in general and the problems that I kind of saw coming with Claire and Dale. And also how the audience reacted to Clarendale. I think that's a very interesting story. The Bachelor audience is as much the story as the show sometimes, and I think this is one of those examples. So I, it, this is very much like what I'm doing on Coffee with J-Train. I'm taking a story that's in the news that we're talking about, pop culture, something lighter, and relating it to my life and hopefully relating it to yours. And so I wanted to give you an opportunity to hear what a Patreon episode sounds like because I want you to sign up. I want you to sign up. It's $5 a month for those three extra podcasts per week. So that comes out to 12 extra podcasts a month for $5. That's it. That's what I want you to sign up for. And you go to patreon.com slash Jared Freed. That's patreon.com slash Jared Freed to sign up and download the app and become a part of this. If we get over a thousand subscribers, I'm going to do a very special podcast where I yell at Princess Diaries and you can start it with the show and we can have fun with that together. But I'm only going to do that if we get to over a thousand subscribers. So join Patreon. Enjoy this episode. Well, first enjoy this episode. Then if you like it, this is kind of the deal on that platform. Sign up at patreon.com slash Jared Freed. You'll get 12 extra podcasts a month for five bucks. That's the deal. And there's other goodies on Patreon. If you want personal advice, I, I answer people personally and go over their issues with them for $15 a month. And I also give dating app profile makeovers for $50 a month. I don't expect people to sit there with $15 a month memberships. If they join, they usually go back down to five and just enjoy the extra podcast. So that's up to you. Patreon.com slash Jared Free to sign up and enjoy this very special bonus. 
Hello and welcome to the Luxury Lounge. That's right. Every Wednesday with your Patreon membership, I complain about the luxury issues in life. And today is a very special Luxury Lounge because we have an emergency Luxury Lounge. We're going to talk about Claire and Dale from The Bachelor. It has been announced that they are breaking up, that the engagement is no more, that they will not be getting married. And this is a this is a little bit of a break from the usual Luxury Lounge, but I, I tried to get The Bachelor crew together and we couldn't work it out. And I figured now is the time to talk about this. We'll be back to the regularly scheduled Luxury Lounge next week if you want your Luxury Lounge complaint aired on this segment please comment on the last available luxury lounge but this is gonna be a very special claire and dale breakup episode of this podcast if you're new here patreon is where i put out three additional podcasts a week and it's for five dollars a month that is a deal if you go back through the podcast, I want you to go check them out. Check out Luxury Lounge. Check out one more email where I do a longer email by myself that didn't make it on J Train. Check out Coffee with J Train. This is going to be more like a Coffee with J Train episode. Last time I spoke, I've spoken about Hilaria Baldwin and I've spoken about Jews in Florida. And it's a really personal show. And, I, and I'm going to do that with the Claire and Dale breakup. If you don't know Claire and Dale, Claire. Was Claire Crawley was last season's bachelorette who found a guy early in the show. His name is Dale. And they basically said, that's it. We're in love. We're leaving the show. Find a new bachelorette. That's your problem. And they brought in Tasha, and it became Tasha's season. I think Claire is the most interesting bachelorette that I've ever really watched. And it's not because Claire is that much better of a bachelorette person or whatever. It's not because she's interesting. It was her relationship with the audience. And that's what we're seeing now. A lot of people are messaging me. Oh, this was, of course, this was going to happen. Of course, Claire and Dale were going to break up. But that you could say that about any person on the bachelor bachelorette. It shouldn't work out. You met over two months and now you're just going to engage, be engaged and get married. And there's going to be no hiccups, no, no bumps. There's, no, no, no. This is a losing pathway we just believe in it because we believe in fairy tales and that's really how it works for most people most people look at the relationship and everyone goes oh they broke up but honestly nine out of ten relationships end and the tenth one ends in divorce 50 percent of the time we are fighting a losing battle relationships are an upward climb they're hard they're difficult ask any of your parents you know, half of you, your parents are divorced, maybe even two times. Some of you, your parents are together, and I'm sure you go, I don't know how they're still together. They, f they figure it out. They make it work. So the, whole, the old saying that relationships are hard, like no one's saying anything new. But for people to go, oh, it was inevitable, most relationships are inevitable to end. So, and I know you might say, well, that's a pessimistic look at it, but I'm saying, come on, people. Don't tell me. Claire, you, you called it. You called it. You called it. Claire and Dale broke up after hanging out for three weeks and exchanging a few hot makeouts and then left the show early and said they were going to get you. You called it. You, oh, my God, you're Nostradamus. How'd you know? That's not interesting. I don't think it's very 
it's not, you didn't win the lotto. You didn't take a shot in the dark. We all kind of knew the, you know, most relationships ended. If you look at Claire and Dale's situation, yeah, we all knew this was going to happen. It was just a matter of when. It's more interesting to me how much people hate Claire. People hate Claire. They don't like her. And I, and this is me again making some observations. I consider myself an, a bachelor, bachelorette observer. And part of observing those shows is observing the audience's relationship to the shows, what people say to me. I, when I watch these shows, I know I make fun of, I make fun of everyone on the show, but I am an equal opportunist when it comes to roasting these people. There isn't me, I don't have an ax to grind. I don't care. When they hire a new bachelor or bachelorette, I go, here we go. Here's another season. But people write to me. They go, I hate this person. I love this person. Even Tasha, who Tasha to me, I can't understand how people would have strong opinions on her because really we didn't have much to go off of. And people, even Tasha, people were love and hate. And and I just when I watch The Bachelor, that's just not how I watch. I I watch. I want to see how the fire burns. I want to see what the colors in the fire are. How hot does it glow? You know? So when Claire was announced as the Bachelorette, the, the, the premise was we have found an older woman to be the Bachelorette. That is already a hot topic. That is already you're in the center of the bullseye. Because when you say we found an older woman to be the Bachelorette, the first response is how old? I want to know, where do I stand against her? Because all of us are narcissists. All of us are the center of our own movie. All of us are the main character. We're all the carry, and everyone else is, 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 is our, you know, you know is, is our surrounding characters. Everyone else is a bit player in our movie. And, and listen, I'm as much a narcissist as you are. So when they say, we have a, oh, we have found an older bachelorette, and people, their first response is, how old? And then it's Claire. And then we have no relationship with Claire because she's from seasons that are, you know, way back when before social media was a huge part of this show. Maybe it was a part of it, but what, not what it is today. People didn't go when when Claire told off Juan Pablo, this show wasn't about finding your Instagram audience. That wasn't a character on the show. The the fit tease and the and the and the I'll start a podcast after this and the Bachelor in Paradise. That wasn't a part of this. Becoming your own Caitlin Bristow. You couldn't do that back then. So Claire didn't have this social media following that she had kind of uh created and 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 fashioned and smoothed over with her own type of brand. So all we knew is Claire is a person who's been on this show four or five times. I can't remember the number, but this was another thing where it told me the audience hated her. The audience had such a weird relationship with her because I would say she was on it four times and they go, no, 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 you forgot about Bachelor Olympics or, or some shit like that, some show that went one season. And it's like, I don't care. She's been on it multiple times. That's all that matters. She's an older contestant. And then they go, and then they said, she's 38 turning 39. And people are going, that's not old. And it's like, no, 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 no. It's old in relation to the show. Don't live in a, in a world that lacks context. The world has context. The world doesn't live in a vacuum. 
38 might not be old to you, but go look at every bachelorette that's led this show over the course of its existence. Give me the average age. It ain't 36. It ain't 27. It might be 25. I don't know. I don't know the number. I'm just telling you 38 is older for being on The Bachelorette and being the main character. You can't deny the numbers. That's okay. Is it older? No. I, I'm 35. I, I'm, I'm within the high school range of Claire. So I don't think she's an older woman. I don't, and, and I didn't, and I would make the joke and people got annoyed at me when I was roasting The Bachelor and Bachelorette when we were talking about, you know, when they were doing the best of episodes, I, every time they would do casting calls for Claire's season, I made the joke that they were begging men to come on because she was an old woman. That's a joke. It's a joke that lives in truth of The Bachelorette. This is an older woman for The Bachelorette. This is older than someone they've cast before. But I do think the audience took offense. I do think the audience wasn't happy to hear that Claire was going to be the representative of an older woman on the show and even to call her older. I, I, I think I've probably said older enough to piss off someone who listens to this show. So just understand how hot a a you know how hot a flames Claire is stepping into. So the audience didn't like her because she wasn't old enough to be called old, but she was now going to represent a certain segment of the audience that may have been maybe older than the contestants that are usually on the show. And now this is our this is our person that's standing in tribute of us because that's how I watch the show. That's how you watch the show. You put yourself in the position of the person that you're watching. You say, how would I handle this? How would I go about this? I do this all the time when I yell at The Bachelor. I go, how, you know, if that were me on the ATV, I'd be screaming like an annoying Jew going, ay, right? I do that all the time. If that were me, the door would be open. I'd be going, there's bugs in the house. I always put myself in the shoes of the guy that's on the show if you know this is a first if, if I were on this date how would I react we all do that I'm not different than you so when Claire comes on as the 38 year old woman who's turning 39 who's going to be on the bachelorette who's going to represent you people didn't like it because then she comes on the show and she does something that is really annoying she professes how strong she is and it's like we don't need the fake motivational speeches from someone who's coming on a reality show to find their husband. We don't need it. There's a, there is a vulnerable way to come on the show, and Claire did the opposite. Claire came on to tell us how we should date. And I do think she sounded like that. She sounded like an asshole. And, then, and, and even when her and Dale get together, and I'm getting a little ahead of myself, but when her and Dale get together... She's telling us, see, I waited for the one I wanted. All you people that told me that I should just settle. And it's like nobody sat there. And that's a lie. None of us believe that anyone looked at Claire and was like, hey, why don't you just settle for someone stupid and, and, and nice enough and a big fat loser? We know no one said that to her, but that's what she heard from people. That's what she tried to tell us. That was the just show up. I'm just going to show up. And she was playing the victim who's also going to tell us how it's done, how it's going to go. And it's like, I think that wears thin with people. It wears thin with me. Nobody wants to hear about, you know, how to climb a mountain, 
Nobody wants to hear someone who just climbed a mountain and then tell them how it was their strength that did it. No, no, no. You sound like an asshole. And that's what happened with Dale. Claire goes on the season. Claire meets Dale right away. She says, that's going to be my husband. And all of us go, well, that's strange. Who even says such a thing? Then she, claim, then she starts basically zoning in on Dale, not giving any time to the other guys. And everyone's like, okay, well, they've talked before the show. They say they haven't talked before the show. And Claire claims she fell in love with him via his social media, which that is a relatable theme. Let's not, I'm not going to just call Claire a liar on that. I do believe that's what people do a lot of times when they go on dating apps. All of us are guilty of that. I'm guilty of that. Fuck yeah. You go on a dating app, you see a profile, the person is your type, looks like someone you would date, and you're attracted. Then you see you know, their Instagram, you go look at the family, you start talking, you start seeing what they look like, you go, I could fit in here. I could see myself in the picture. I can Photoshop myself in. All of us have done that. And Claire is watching this guy on stories, hanging out with friends. He's fun. He's energetic. He's good looking. I, I can understand Claire saying, I fell in love with his social media. I, I, I already knew I liked him before I got here, which if that's the case, fine. And, and for anyone to disagree with that, then they haven't dated in this new 2020, 2021 2015 on reality. If you've been single from 2015 on, you can understand that. You can understand seeing someone's social media and going, this is my type, this is my vibe, this is my person, I can feel it right now. Just get us on that first date and then we swoop off from there. So I can understand Claire coming on the season going, I've kind of browsed all these guys on social media. This guy is the one I have been just getting drenched over and now I'm going to zone in on him. We have a great conversations, great conversations. I'm older. I'm ready to get off this show. I found the one. It's not worth my time. Fine. But then don't do what Claire did. Cause after that, Claire showing off the ring, telling us, Oh, I never was going to settle that. That's right. Ladies don't settle. And it's like, no, 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 Claire do not profess to us. How don't tell us climbing the mountain was easy. Don't tell us that this was all just just you. This was your plan from the get-go was to wait until now and go on four different reality shows and then find the one on the on the fourth one. That's no, 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 no. Because that's what Claire did. She she professed her confidence too much. She put she's doing her show up T-shirts. She's telling us how to be confident and how to. And it's like no, 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 no. If Claire had come on the show and been like, you know what? It's been a long road and it's hard for me to find the right person. And we're going to see what happens. You know, I, I hope this is the one. We want Claire to say to us, to admit to us that it isn't easy. To admit to the other people, 35, 38 years old that are her age. I'm around. I want her. I want as as someone in Claire's high school four years, I want her to look at the camera and go, you know what? Uh, he's my vibe. Uh, I know I didn't give the other guys a real shot, but Life's too short and we're just going to go and uh, date for a while. We're going to figure it out. And I know from experience in dating, these things don't work out. But I, you know, I, I, you know, well, let's see. Let's see how the process works out. If she had said that, I would have gone, good for you. And I think the whole audience would have. That's not what she did. What, what Claire did is she went out and she basically told us, see, Told you, look at the ring. We're getting married right away. And babies, 
And it's like, no, no, no. It isn't that easy. Don't, don't be someone who had it just as hard as all of us watching the show and then tell us how easy you had it. And the audience does not like her. So now we're watching this relationship over Instagram that we're kind of hoping doesn't work out. We want Claire, who couldn't just be vulnerable, couldn't just put hat in hand and go, we'll see what happens. Whatever it is, it is. I'm just happy that I found someone new and exciting that I can get excited about. Instead of that, she's waving a ring and talking about babies. And you're going... Hold your horses, Claire. It's hard for us. You didn't find a secret sauce in the La Quinta waters. You didn't find the La Quinta pool didn't, didn't you know, bathe you into knowing how relationships work, knowing how to make something so difficult happen. Something that we're all watching you go through because you are a piece of us. You are around our age watching the show. You're the quote unquote older bachelorette. Now you're going to tell us how easy it is and how when you know, you know, fuck you, Claire. And I think I speak for the whole audience there. So now when they break up, there seems to be a little bit of dancing on the the grave right now. And I can tell you that Claire came on the show with a goal of a relationship. And that's the mistake. There's a certain time in life where you have, your goal has to be the match. I think a goal as the relationship can be the goal as a younger person. I think, I think when you're 22, you can go, I just want to know what it's like to be in a relationship. I just want to know what it's like to be in an argument. I just want to know what it's like to go to my friends and go, oh, my boyfriend is being so annoying. My girlfriend is being annoying. I, I just want to know what that feels like so that I can begin to experience taste and go through the experiences. At this age, at my age, 35, you're not looking to go through the experiences anymore. You want to find the right person that you can be boring with and that you can figure life out with. And when Claire is on there looking for relationships and not the right person and she ends up mar- you know, not taking, you know, finding a person that you know, is fun and exciting and God damn it, a hot, beautiful man. But she's not looking at them as the match. It felt like she was looking at them as a willing participant. And I think from Dale's side, this is a guy who's on the show. You could see it. Anytime she brought up babies, his eyes would change. We'll see. He was just kind of going along and I don't blame him. Because you're on this show, you got this woman that you do connect with on a certain level, and she's going, let's go, let's figure this out. And instead of let's figure this out, she's saying, let's get married, let's have the babies, let's move on with life. And he's going, okay, well, you know, for now. And then he, and then they have to date. And again, you have to go in the real world. That love is blind, to me, was always the postscript of The Bachelor. The Bachelor and love is blind could be you know, part one and part two of the same relationship. Because love is blind, they go home with them. They show them what they're like with the cell phone. You can't say you're ready to have babies when you have not spent a week with someone and their cell phone. That's just the rules. That is not, you're living in another time if you don't think, if you think you can get to know someone without knowing how they interact with their phone. Because I, I, and, and that's the reality of living on The Bachelor and The Bachelorette. So sure, she had a great time with Dale, but she had a great time with Dale when he didn't have DMs and he didn't have Twitter and he didn't have, uh, and he didn't have uh, emails and he didn't have his boys saying, what are we doing this weekend? You want to do a guy's trip? So it's not that we're not, it's not that people are happy that Claire and Dale didn't work out. I think they're happy that someone who 
tried to convince us that this was all easy and when you know, you know, fell on their face. And we can all kind of relish in the fact that relationships are hard. Finding the right person is very difficult. This is Luxury Lounge. I do these podcasts three times a week. Uh, this is more like Coffee with J Train, but go, you know, if you've signed up today because you found this episode, sign up for the, you know, the uh, uh, go check out the other podcasts and give them a shot. We'll be back on uh, Friday with one more email. Boom.